Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Reviewers, it's a goddamn state of emergency. We had to come back from our bi-weekly schedule because there is so much shit to talk about. But before we begin, first and foremost, you are listening to the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. Wherever you are listening, however you may be listening, we appreciate your motherfucking ass thank you. joining us. We thank you. We thank you. Yes. First and foremost, I want to give a big shout out to very, very good friend of the podcast. We love her to death, uh, Miss Mrs. Terry Carr. Happy birthday, Terry! Uh, we are kicking it with Terry, her last night. Happy next birthday, sis! I hate I couldn't be there. We man. love you. You. It, it was a. It was a. 
It, it was a good time. It looked like a gala event. You know what I'm saying? It looked like a real. It was a gala event. We, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little, a little, a little Moet was popped. A little yeah. Tito's was set. Everybody, you know like, was, uh, everybody was business casual. You know what I'm saying? It was nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Clean. Yeah. Cleaner than the cleaner than the cleaner than the board of health in that bitch. Yeah, so it was yeah. it was fun time. I know JB would have been there had he been in town, but he was there in spirit. Absolutely. Always. Um, yeah, man. So we appreciate you rock with us. You can listen to us on all platforms. I ain't going to list it out because it's, it's better we list the ones that we we ain't on right. than the ones that we're on because god damn it we're everywhere so wherever you listen to a podcast chances are you can find us and please give us a five star rating on itunes helps us move up the charts and we appreciate all your feedback follow us at jb and benny blue and for all past episodes and merch go to jb and benny blue review.com right. first and foremost that, jb i have to I have to address something. You were in the gym. You were crushing it, as we were talking about here in our patented production meeting. Yeah. I couldn't help but notice, sir. And you could tell me if uh, my eyes deceive me. I believe, JB, you are so married to the game. You've been hitting the iron so goddamn hard yeah. that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, on the photo from today's gym session, you you were or were not shedding a thug tear. We need to clear this up right now. I saw that shit screaming you know, down your face. You know what? It's all right if you're crying, bro, because you're passionate. You know what? When I took the picture, I didn't realize it until I posted the shit on I, on Twitter. I was like, God damn, that's a long ass trail of fucking uh, of fucking water coming out of my face, like I'm crying. Hey, take it how you want it. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? That's how I feel about it. Take it how you want it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know how I feel about this gym thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. This shit is dope. You know what I'm saying? I started keto. You know what I'm saying? So we finna start dropping Whoa. these pounds. Oh, it's shred season, baby. Too many. It's fucking, it's right. fucking shred season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You goddamn right. So yeah, tears of joy, reviewers. Get it, get it straight. So if yeah, you wanna, if you wanna see a man with a plan and get some good uh, fitness tips, yeah. uh, make sure to follow us on social media. Oh, uh, JB, real quick. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of helping the people, especially helping the youth, real quick, uh, plug uh, the camp where you're gonna be the guest coach here in just two weeks. Oh, man. First of all, I got to plug uh, what I did yesterday, man. was dope as hell. Uh, it was sponsored by Battle. Uh, anybody in the football world knows what Battle is. And it's called the uh, Under the Radar Camp, uh, a.k.a. the Turn Up Camp. It, it's a great exposure camp for, for young men in areas of the world. They go all over the United States. Uh, and it's just great exposure camp. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, I was blessed to be able to be a guest coach there. We did that yesterday at Saguaro High School, one of the most dominant high schools. In the United States of America, not let alone Phoenix, but uh, it was a great time. It was, it was, man, it was so much fun. It was good to be around them kids. I must say, my offensive line dominated in one on ones. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna say say it was about seventy thirties. You know what I'm saying? Victories to losses. And here's the thing, man. You know what I'm saying? I I kind of patted myself on the back because I really only had like twenty minutes of individual time with them. So the kids did really well, man. So hats off to their coaches, you know what I'm saying, for, for, for having a good group of kids, man, that just listened and soaked everything up and did what I asked them to do on the fly corrections and all that. So that was dope as hell. And that we you know that's why I moved back to the Valley, though, Benny, you know what I'm saying, because this is getting back to football, big-time football. Speaking of big-time football, mm-hmm, we got a uh, pass rush and pass Texas Skills Camp, man, the Hogs and Dogs Lineman Academy, put on by my boy Derek Kennard Jr. He's the son of a uh, great... Uh, guard, tackle, offensive lineman, Derek Kennard, played for the Cowboys, played for, the, for my bird gang, played for the Saints. Uh, his brother is Devon Kennard, who plays for your Detroit Lions, who used to play for our boy mm-hmm. KFG, man. Uh, good kid. I've known mm-hmm. him his whole life, man. So young people, man, you know what I'm saying? Come out. It's going to be a chaparral high school. If you're in the area, you from the area, you know where it's at. We put up the, uh, the flyer on our Facebook, uh, Instagram. We did. Twitters, you know, everything. I put it on my personal Twitter uh, guys, sign up. Come on out, man. Check the flyer out. It's March the 30th from 9 to 1. It's a pretty long camp. It's going to be a good time, man. It's going to be a good time. Yes, indeed. Now, reviewers, we tease this on social media. You know when we're in the offseason, we're on our every other week schedule. But God damn it, there was so much <laughs> shit that literally happened just days after we, we dropped our last episode from all of our squads and everything across the league with the free agency frenzy, trades, cuts, all this wild shit, and uh, we got a lot to talk about here, not only just with the NFL, but also going into some boxing shit, and then the second half, JB and I are going to do our fucking patented, uninformed mm. motherfucking NCAA March Madness picks, oh. and uh, that's going to that's gonna be some shit. So right. we'll get to that it's here in the second hoop. half, but, but God damn it, we are joined by one of our closest friends, one of our closest supporters. 
He is the host of the Kevin Hates Hip Hop podcast. Excellent podcast. It's on all platforms. Yes. Make sure to subscribe and give Soak him a five star game, baby. Well, he Soak is game. the CEO of Pacific Home Buyers, our proud title sponsor. And God damn it, he is a brother in savagery. And uh, I got to tell you, he we had to check his motherfucking blood pressure this week because <laughs> he near he nearly he nearly went off the deep hey, end. Biddy, I he thought, nearly I, went I, off, I, the, and I don't blame I, him. Look, I thought that's I, some wild shit, JB. I thought, I thought I was gonna see drunk Alf. I was waiting on drunk Alf. Damn it, I wanted to see drunk Alf, but it, <laughs> look, I wanted to see drunk He's about Alf. To get drunk Alf tattoo, look, t-shirt, look, everything. If he was gonna put drunk Alf, I was gonna put up drunk motherfucking. Uh, what, what the fuck that goddamn that uh, the what the fuck is that damn thing called? Barney, I was gonna put Barney. I was gonna put up drunk Barney just for the fuck of it. For my guy. <laughs> now, I had to I, I had to put up motherfucking the uh the uh co the uh codeine crazy white oh, the, no. the boy the boy Goddamn, the song the choir at school felt he felt the spirit so much, man. They sold uh, Odell Beckham. For Ooh. six pounds of Reggie, oh, six pounds of Reggie, no. and a goddamn twenty-five dollar oh, no. gift card to motherfucking oh, Applebee's and shit. Oh, and a man. Oh, no. oh. Oh, Ladies Fago. and gentlemen, the reviewers, there's so much, there's so much codeine oh. being sipped in the New York, New Jersey area in the Meadowlands because hey. that voice you hear is our guy, Yo. Mr. Kevin Robinson. You didn't, you didn't hear my man say the, the three liter of Fago. <laughs> The three liter of fucking fa- the big cap Fago. We know about the big cap reviewers. Yeah, was it at least Peach Fago? Fago, you can get from Family Red Dollar pop. for seventy five cents. Uh, you feel was, me? Was it? Hey, Kev, was it at least Peach? No, was it Peach? <laughs> Nah, bro, it was the expired red one. G, that shit expired last summer. Oh, no, expired red pop. Yeah, that's horrible. Oh that's man, fucked up. they got home. Right, so Kev. Kev, we told you at our patent production meeting, Bullshit, we're gonna give man. you the floor. We're gonna give you the floor right now. Production cue that fucking ether beat. Kev, I want you. I want you to air all. You've been dealing with this shit for years with the G men. I want you to air all the grievances right now for the reviewers. Yes, it, Tell the people how you feel about all this fuck shit going on with your fucking New York football giants. Well, see, Let the people know, please. This, this is my biggest this is my biggest fucking issue straight up, man. First and foremost, I ain't from no motherfucking New York. I ain't from no motherfucking New Jersey. I'm from the right. Bay. Straight up. You feel me? So, by birthright, I'm supposed to be a Raider fan. You know what I'm saying? I ain't supposed to be no motherfucking or a Niner fan. I ain't supposed right. to be no motherfucking G-Man fan. You know what I'm saying? But when I was a kid, I seen LT fucking Joe Montana ass up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I said, fuck it, man. I, LT is a beast. I'm mind you, I'm three, four years old. You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm like, fuck, I'm fucking with them. You feel me? So I've been a G-Man fan since 87. I ain't even from out there. You know what I'm saying? So I've been rocking with them niggas through all the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But ever since Coughlin got fired, say to speak, we ain't been shit. We ain't been shit since. You know what I'm saying? O-line is trash. Motherfucking, mm. they, try to, they try to blame Odell for everything. But it's like, we mm. got a quarterback. I love Eli, bro, but he got us two Super Bowls. I feel that. But that shit is over, bro. You feel me? He's goddamn nine, ten years later. We only been to the fucking Super, I mean, not Super Bowl, but the playoffs one time in the last seven years, bro. One mm. motherfucking time. You feel me? So when I seen that trade go... You let Landon Collins go. All he wanted was $14 million. You paying Eli $21 million this season. $21 million. And what's going to happen? They're going to run Saquon in the motherfucking ground. He's going to get the ball 40 times. And I, I, I'm i knocking on wood. I hope he don't get hurt. But he might get hurt this season. And then what the fuck going to happen to the offense? You know what I'm saying? Because you know they're going to run him in the ground. You feel me? So I look at it like yeah, this. Man. You got Renda Landon Collins. Landon Collins talking about, oh, he's not a good cover receiver. That motherfucker was a playmaker, period. Four fucking seasons in the league. Three of those mm. seasons, he was a pro bowler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real shit. Yeah. You let go of him, and then you let go of Odell. I'm not fucking with y'all. I'm looking at the Raiders, because that's where the fuck I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, Real uh, shit. Yeah. Look, look. I'm not hey, playing. Listen, hey, I ain't listen, motherfucking Billy, playing. <laughs> Listen, Benny, look, I tweeted when I seen Kev going through it. I tweeted, man. I had to ask him. I said, so does this mean you turning your back on the G-Men? Hey, he posted a picture. 
I put, I gave you the gift. Oh. I gave you that gift of Marshawn in the writer. Yeah, you, oh, hey, hey, no. Nah, for real. I mean, can you blame me? I'm not from nah. there, bro. I'm not from there, bro. That's I'm not real. even That's supposed real. to really fuck with them, bro. You feel That's me? Real. And I was loyal to a team. Uh. Look, now keep peep game. I was loyal to a team. I couldn't just drive down the street and go to the stadium. You feel me? Right. That wasn't the case. I'm supposed to be a Niner or a Raider fan by birthright. And this shit opened up my eyes even more. And I know it's a business. I understand that. But the simple right. fact of the matter is, Eli should have took a fucking pri- uh, paper uh, cut, G. You don't pay this motherfucker oh, $21 million. Easy. He ain't doing yeah. shit. He ain't Look. doing shit. Fuck yeah, you. I ain't got I, no time. And that's real shit. That's how I feel, bro. Straight up, the way I, hey, Them niggas is the on thin I, ice with me, dog. The way I look at it, Kev, is that if Tom Brady can, can restructure his contract, you know what I'm saying, to make sure they, they got money to give, you know what I'm saying, cash to come in and help him win, then why the fuck couldn't Eli do it? Exactly. Exactly. But Tom Brady, Tom Brady trying to win. See, Eli look at it like this. I ain't going to win no more Super Bowls. My heyday is over. Let me get as much motherfucking money as I can. Get that bag. But we got to be realistic. Quit kissing his ass. We ain't won a Super Bowl in a long time. It ain't like we've been going to the playoffs. You know, the last five years, we went to the playoffs two, three times, and we got knocked out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But nah, that ain't been the case. We've been getting fucked up. And then I had to look at it a different way when I heard Dion talk about it. Dion was like, well, fuck, man. Why would you hold on to Adele when he Odell when he's in his prime? Why not trade him away? You spending all this money, the Giants ain't gonna be shit for five to ten years. Period. So why would you have this motherfucker? You paying all this motherfucking money, trade him away so where he can actually have an opportunity to to contend. Because with the Browns, they gonna kick ass. Period. Yeah, they got that division sold up. They about to be live, right? Right. And, and I thought they to, was just, good just last year. I thought they was good last year. To be real. I thought they yeah, was. They yeah. really, they really improved. They the, really improved. The last, the last one from yeah, where they were. The last eight weeks of the season, they was, they was a contending football team. Oh yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely. That's right. You know, that's right. But yeah, man, I, and, I ain't even from out there, dog. So I, I ain't got no loyalty to New York at all. None. I can dig it. None. I can dig it, bro. So any of you New York motherfuckers listening to this podcast, oh, you're a traitor, motherfucker. I ain't from out there. I'm from, I'm from the Bay. I ain't got no birth rate to y'all at all. You feel me? So if you motherfuckers gonna keep losing for the next five to ten years, I'm gonna fuck with a team that's gonna be winning. G, you feel me? Fuck that. I'm not. I'm not having this. I'm spending all this money on red zone every week, and I'm seeing these motherfuckers getting their ass beat by weak ass teams. Fuck that mm. shit, bro. I'll bounce mm. out on your ass in a minute. You feel me? When you start losing, and I start taking on that loser energy, I'm out, and that's real shit. Damn. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. I'm calling it straight out. Like, Kev, is it, it, straight, is it, straight is like it on that. wax? Kev, it, is, it on, is it on wax? Are you in the 2019 season? Are you officially Raider Nation? Is it is it official? It ain't official. Not yet. Not yet. I'm just uh, motherfucker just, it's like it's like a divorce. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like you've like been you on your papers. You've been with a motherfucker 33 yeah, yeah, yeah. years. Because I'm, mind yeah. you, bro, when, when I was watching yeah. LT, I was three years old, bro. That's one of my earliest memories. I remember him and Macho Man Randy Savage when I was a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's my mm-hmm. earliest sports memories as a kid. You know what I mean? Deion mm-hmm. Sanders and all that shit. But for for them, I don't know, bro. Like I said, it's going, it's only, it ain't even been a week yet. It ain't even been a week, bro. Like, what was yeah, that? Yeah. Three, four, five days ago? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's fresh. Yeah. But a real shit, it's gonna you you might not, I don't know, bro. Like I I even thought about selling my G Man uh motherfucking OG um vintage no. jacket, bro. Real no. shit. Real talk. Come no. on now. No, come, come on. on now. Don't, you ain't gotta do it like come that. Come on bro. now. Don't do it like that, come bro. Come on, baby. I I'm not loyal to them motherfuckers. They not loyal to the vent. They not loyal. I ain't I, I ain't from out there. Fuck that. That's real shit. <laughs> I ain't from out there. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's real shit. talk. Any of you New York niggas listening, I ain't from out there, nigga. Straight up. Fuck that, bro. <laughs> All right. Review. Review. God damn it. Reviewers. 
Uh, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna recap what happened with the G men, and then I'm gonna let JB jump in as far as what he thinks about what they're doing. Now, for those who've been living under a rock, yes, they did trade their best player, their franchise player. Not best talking about fucking players. don't face best Eli, two, bro. Best two. That's correct. Best offensive, best defensive. So OBJ goes to the Browns. They got two draft picks, a first and a third, if I'm not mistaken. And they got Jabril Peppers, go blue. Now he plays for Big Blue. And Landon Collins goes to the Deadskins. In the meantime, they've picked up uh, my guy, friend of the show, Antoine Bethea. He the, he got he got let go from he's well, a free beast. agent, I guess. From, he's still from a the beast, game. but he's older now. You know what I mean? He's older. I mean, it's going to be a short deal. Go, they, and they also they picked up Marcus Golden from the Burr Gang as well. And then they picked up uh, they picked up my guy. They picked up uh, they got Marcus Golden from the Burr Gang, and they also got Golden the- Tate. Former Lion slash Eagle. By the way, shout out to Golden Tate because he did a very dope reenactment. He did a good job. Cuba Gooding Jr. showed yeah. me the money. Yeah, that, that shit was, was fucking tight. hilarious. That shit was tight. Um, that shit was tight. So that's what they did. Here's the problem, though. The G-Men are already at about $33 million worth of dead money. And yeah. to be honest, JB, they're they're really they're in a weird spot. And I can, I can see Kev's frustration because the issue is with them is that they're not committing to either being good or... Or going into a full rebuild. So, right. Bizzle man, what what do you what do you think about about the the G men's moves overall? Uh, well, you know, they did good bringing in the three guys they did. Marcus Golden is the outside linebacker slash defensive end that played for us for the last three years. Uh, he's good. He had a little injury thing going on, but he's the one you tweeted me about, dog. You know, what I'm saying asking was he cool. Yeah, he can get out. You know, what I'm saying his nickname is Junkyard okay. Dog, he's and he dog, plays that man. way. You know, what I'm saying yeah. So getting getting wide receiver Golden Tate, honestly. Odell Beckham Jr. cannot be replaced as a player. The talent, that man is amazing. But with, you, with, with the G-Man having Shepard and uh, Ingram, you know what I'm saying, and they have playmakers on the football field that can get open, that can, that can make plays, that can move the chains. The question is, is Eli Manning going to be, one, standing up to throw the ball? Two, is when he stands up, is he going to get the ball where it needs to be? That's the question. So, right, right. The, 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 the exactly. thing about it is that you, and you spoke about it, Benny, you asked the question, you, brought, you posed the question. Are they doing a rebuild or are they kind of slow motion with it? Well, I don't team teams in the NFL don't do rebuilds anymore. Alright, let's just be completely honest. Alright? Completely honest. They don't do rebuilds. You know what I'm saying? They expect to win, they expect to win that year because they make moves that will project them into the winning column. Look at the Browns. They continue to make moves to bring talent to the Browns. They just wasn't having luck with your man. Uh what's his name? Hugh Jackson. They wasn't having luck with him, all right? So they got rid of him. It kind of sparked the flame with the talent that they had, and they continued to make moves and continue to make transactions. And like we just spoke about, the end of last season, they became contenders. Now, New York ain't got to worry about that level of unsuccess because they still have players. It's just that the Odell thing was shocking, right? Because you just paid this man $96 million. And, but as I spoke to people about, everybody asked me, he already expressed the fact that he didn't want to be there, right? So it was really nothing they could do. Now, the Landon Collins thing, that was dumb as fuck. Because like you said, Kev, like all he wanted was $14 million. Uh, and then I just said something about, about your man, uh, Tom Brady, taking a pay cut, you know what I'm saying, a right. restructure, basically. But this is the thing. Like, New England asked him to restructure his contract, and he agreed. So why yeah, the fuck Tom didn't Brady, New York? Tom Brady wants to win every year, every right. single year, every. So year. here's the thing: Why in the fuck didn't New York go to Eli and be like, "Look, we need to bring in some work, especially on the offensive line. We need to get two more offensive linemen, veterans, to solidify offensive line, so we can keep you standing up. And you got to, you need to rededicate yourself to football. So maybe this will humble you a little bit. We're gonna ask you to restructure your contract so we can keep landing, and then we can bring a couple more guys in here." to do what we need to do. You know what I'm saying? The Odell things, it's, 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 it was a done deal. You know, they were just trying to figure out the best way to do it. So I was more salty at the Landon Collins, to be real with you, because I look yeah, at it like this. Yeah. Landon Collins, you could build a goddamn Super Bowl caliber defense around him. Defense like around that. him. Yeah, yeah, yes, you can. Because the kid, like you said, is a playmaker. Super playmaker. Yeah, playmaker. Everybody, yeah. everybody speaks about his, his liability, him being a liability in coverage. Well, here's the thing you do. You don't put him in man coverage very often. Right or when no. you got a guy that you know he put you know, him in the you box. got a guy you yeah, you got a guy you know he can cover it, then that week then you you know you put him on man to man every once in a while to disguise your coverages but he's a guy that's all over the place he's like Tyron Matthew you know what I'm saying the kid can play yep. six positions on the football field and yep. yeah that that one kind of that one made me scratch my head more than Odell so 
I don't think that the G-Men are going to fare as bad as we think they are, but they got to get two more offensive linemen. And defensively, you know, we'll see what they do in the draft. I'm almost certain that they're going to draft the kid uh, Haskins from Ohio State. I'm almost certain that you know that's going to be their draft. You know who I'd really want, though? You know who I'd really want? I want uh, 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 I like Haskins, but I like Kyler, uh, the kid from – Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I like him, and I like uh, Jordy. The uh, wide receiver from uh, Bama was it Jordy? Yeah. Jody? Because he's Judy. That motherfucker's a beast. Yeah, Judy. He's a beast. Yeah, Judy. That motherfucker's yeah, he, a yeah. beast. He's an animal, so, man. So now here, here, here's a question. Here's a question to pose because it's been floated out there, and I'm curious to get both of your opinions on this. Obviously, I think it's clear as JB was saying with the issue of trying to keep fucking uh, dumbface Eli upright. That they need an insurance. They need an insurance policy as far as with quarterback and who who they have on the roster. I don't think is going to cut it in, in the event that they have to go in. Right. Mm-hmm. So the question is, with it not being as 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 strong of a quarterback draft, even though you got like you said, you got Kyler, you got Haskins out there, would it be better to a try to pick up like for example. Blake Bortles is out there. Nope. You can pick him up as a backup. He's been a starter. At least you can have somebody, we'll say solid, that can be there in the event that Eli gets fucking power bombed or some shit. I'd rather Door Tyrod number two, Taylor, bro. Honestly. Well, Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor signed with the with the Chargers, oh, so that's a done shit, deal. Bro. He went to the right, yeah, right, yeah, and yeah, fit, did, fits, yeah, yeah. Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, just an update for more free agency. Fitzpatrick just signed with the Dolphins because they, they – they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick yeah. went to the Dolphins. Oh yeah, Tannehill, Tannehill got Tannehill got released, and Tan actually, well, Tannehill got traded to the Titans. So Tannehill's on the Titans now, okay. and Teddy Bridgewater stayed with the Saints. So a lot of that market, and Foles went to the Jaguars. So a lot of that market has already played itself out. The only guy really out there is fucking Bortles. So that's a that's an option. Number two. Do they do they take Haskins or do they wheel and deal and try to get Kyler Murray or JB? I know you've heard about this and it's a real possibility given the connection. Do the Bird Gang take Kyler Murray and then do they flip Josh Rosen to the to the G Man? I wouldn't that's, mind that, Josh Rosen. Think? I wouldn't mind him. That, honestly, that's, I wouldn't mind him. Yeah, that, that's the scenario. And we, we, my guys, were talking about it last night when we were at the spot watching the fight. Um, that's the scenario that ESPN is painting. That's the one that they're, they're, they're painting the most. That's the one that they, it's like they're trying to will it to happen. I, my ear is always open and I'm always, you know, fishing around to see what's going on out here in the desert with the bird gang. I have not heard anything. I even, either they playing it like super close to the chest, but, you know, again, I, it, it's, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all Whatever we really don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, Kyler, late, late I think Kyler Murray would do better with you guys, bro. Personally, I think I think he, I think he'd be a great addition because of the fact that he can. He, one, he's going to feel see. Two, the kid's a winner. You know what I'm saying? He can run and, too. He can run. Right? Yeah. So that adds an extra insight to the offense. So I, either way it goes, I wouldn't trip if we did. As long as we win, and I'm like, you know, that's kind of it is what it is. They make the moves they feel like going to be better for the team. But, I mean, if we did do that, that would be great for you guys. That would be good for us. We bring the kid in. Um, uh, it's, um, but, it's, but see, this is the thing that, 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 makes, me, that makes me not think we're going to take Kyler Murray. We signed Hundley, right? You uh, did? Yeah. And this kid, Hundley's not a running quarterback. Hundley is a pocket passer. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, yeah, yeah. So he's not he's not a running quarterback. He's a pocket passer, so and he's an older guy, but he's not that old. He's like I think it's his fourth year in the NFL. Fifth maybe. Fourth, I think. So And he's from he's from down that way, he's right? He's from Arizona. Yeah, he went to uh I want to say he went to Chandler High School. So what I see that is I see them bringing in a mentor type that can that can counter mentor Rosen but can be his best friend as well because both of them are pocket passers. And he can take some tips. They can learn from each other. So, so this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I can't see us getting Kyler Murray, who is a one. He could throw the football. He did great throwing the football his pro day. He threw an NFL football. He made all the throws, made them accurate. But what I can't see is our offense, which is the uh, what do they call it, the fucking the, the, the air raid. I can't see us mm-hmm. going from Kyler Murray being our starter running the air raid. He fucking around and tweaks his hamstring and fucking hurts himself. God forbid. Hundley comes in. Now we have to restructure the entire offense to run different because it's not as it's not going to be as fast and it's not going to be as as, as free for free flowing as it would be with Kyler Murray. I just can't see as a as a coach. I can't see that. 
I just can't see it. So that's why I don't think we're going to do the whole Trey Rosen. I think we're going to keep Rosen. I do think we're going to take a defensive player in the first pick, uh, either Bosa or the kid Williams from Alabama. Um, either Ooh, one of them. Be Bosa would be a beast on your squad, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, so we just signed Sizzle, you know what I'm saying, which is great. And, you know what I'm saying, I think, that's a, I think they did that to kind of be a coach to Bosa. So, these are the things that I'm seeing. Like, you know, everybody don't see football the way I see it. So that's why I like to, you know, like to put it out there, you know, saying we're on, 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 on the podcast and shit. So I think that, you know, the G-Men are going to take a quarterback, of course. Uh, so it's a toss-up between Haskins and Murray. Um, I think that Murray would be – he would bring a lot of excitement, you know what I'm saying, to New York. He's uh, He's been a high-profile kid for the last couple of years, won the Heisman. He, he's he's that guy. Baseball, football, both. You know, what I'm saying, accepting to the pros at both levels. He will bring a lot of excitement to you guys. Plus, you guys with, Sha- with Shaquan Barkley in the backfield, that would be a very fiery offense. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying. And let's let's, get, let's get Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram to step up. I know he was hurt mm-hmm. last year. I yeah, know he was yeah, hurt. Right. So, but that kid, but he's a, he's, yeah, that kid could he's be a mismatch type man. tight end. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. He's a mismatch type tight end, kind of like our Ricky Seals Junior uh, Jones. We got over here. Like he's a mismatch type tight end, which you know again, it's, that offense would be fiery, bro. Like, like really be yeah. fiery. A lot of weapons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Sterling, Sterling, Sterling is Sterling's good. He's good. He's developing. Sterling is he's good. He's developing. Yep, he's developing. Yeah. yeah. So the, I mean, so it's clear. I mean, look, the the G men clearly have still have some weapons. They and they still have some some decent depth. I think really the X factor comes down to you know per, protecting Eli. While he's still there, determining what the fucking plan is going to be, whether it be this season or going into next, whether it be a bridge quarterback or actually drafting somebody I'm gonna make a like bold, Haskins I'm gonna or make Murray. A, bold, uh, a very bold prediction right now. Cause we, it's, like, we like those. All right, yeah. so it's March 17th. Eli, if we get Kyler, uh, Eli is going to be – he's going to start the first three or four games. He's going to throw a massive amount of picks, and they're going to bring Kyler in. And Kyler's gonna mm-hmm. ball the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I so, could see that. I see it happening I like how it happened with yep. the Browns last year when Baker came in, and then Baker was just on fucking fire. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And, oh, yeah, and the I, reason yeah. why I can see it is I I think it's because with, with having Saquon, they can ease, they can ease him into the offense. It's not going to put so much pressure on him to make all those plays when they can really establish the running game. So you you could very well be right. I mean I I mean that's definitely as of right now it's bold, but I I mean shit. We already know we we can are we can already see the roadmap to get there. Yeah. Um, and JB, you 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 were kind of taking us someplace that I actually wanted to touch on in terms of like you said the way the 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 bird gang are kind of you know playing poker with the draft and you know as the G, as the fucking GMs do around this time after the combine right before the draft. Based on who they picked up, as you mentioned, they picked up Sizzle, who I forgot, who also went to high school around the area and he went to ASU. Mm-hmm. Hamilton, Hamilton High School. With the area. Yep. Yep. Uh, you got you got White from the uh, from the the Bears. You got Jordan Hicks from the Eagles. So you got mm-hmm. some key, you know, some some key um, we got, we positions. Got, we got we got Sweezy. Yeah, yeah. We got Hicks. Yep. We got Sweezy. Uh, we signed about three days ago. Oh, okay. Now to a long term, to like a four year something nice. Okay. He's yeah. a beast. We got Sweezy. We got Sweezy, uh, the guard that played at uh, Seattle basically his whole career. Uh, we bought in yeah. Gilbert because we talked about that. So we're still, we're, we're still in that offensive lineup. We got AQ Shipley coming back, and then we got the kid Mason that we drafted last year from Michigan. He did a hell of a job, started all year for us. So we're, we're solidifying that offensive line. So what was you about to say, Mendal? Well, yeah. So you you were leading me right to it in terms of who who they've been signing. Um, what it, what does that tell you about kind of what you were speaking of in terms of their draft strategy based on who they've signed thus far? Well, it, it, again, it kind of it really shores me up that we're not going to take Kyler Murray. Uh, it just it just kind of shores me up. And I, I I think that if if honestly if we were going to sign Kyler Murray, we'd have brought in a better quarterback as a, as a as a backup because Hundley. I'm not taking nothing from him, but he hadn't shown any. He ain't really showed me that in the NFL, based on the fact that there were other guys that were just out there, and we could have really pursued to be a backup. But um, other than that, the two the two uh, veteran offensive line signings was great. Um, we released um, we released Gresham, a good journey to him. He did well for us while he was here, and we got the kid. Um, I want to say his name, uh, the guy that tied in from he was at the, he was with the Bills forever. Uh, what is this kid name? But anyway, we got him a tight end. He's a veteran tight end. 
and he, he's solid. You know what I'm saying? So we're looking to throw the ball down the field. Christian Kirk's coming back. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's taking one more year. Uh, we're gonna we got still got the kid that's, that that we drafted from Grambling Williams. He's gonna be good, and I think that all these receivers are gonna be a lot better because of uh, Kingsbury and and the emphasis that he has on throwing the ball. So you gotta think about it like this. You know what I'm saying, Kevin? We talk about Rosen. Like last year, mm-hmm. the man was basically thrown out of a phone booth, right? And yeah. he had and, and 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 I think if I'm not mistaken, the statistic was of the hundred percent of the passes that he thrown. 40, either 38 to 40% of were dropped. Like, he, the, the receivers, they, yeah, the receivers wasn't helping him out at all. So, of course, everybody was like, oh, Rosen sucks. No, he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? No, he doesn't. He was hitting receivers in the chest with the ball, right? Uh, so, I think the kid going to be okay defensively. Uh, again, signing Sizzle. Um, Chandler Jones is still there. Uh, we got rid of St. Pierre or whatever his name was, Pierre. Um, uh, NDK is gone. Uh, of course, we still got Corey Peters. We signed Hicks, uh, got, got Pat P. We also signed a kid from Atlanta. I can't think of his name. He's a veteran cornerback, which I think was a great move to bring in another veteran cornerback who's solid because, of course, Pat P can take on the, the dog, the head dog. And then this how, old right is, here, you know, how old is Peterson, bro? How old is this he? Is his, this will be his ninth year, I think, in the NFL. Oh, okay. I think, he, yeah. Has, I he think had any, has he had any serious injuries at all? He's, just, he's always not, been healthy, not a, huh? Not at all. You know, he had, he had that little scare because he has type two diabetes after he signed his first oh, contract. Shit. It was it was a little scare, but he ain't never had no serious injury. You know, I think maybe a little hamstring tweak it at one point. That was the only time I can remember him actually being out for a game. Uh, but other than that, so Pat P uh, at safety, we signed. Um, what is the kid's name? Who the hell we signed at safety? Because we got rid of Bethea and then we signed somebody right after. How old is how old is mm-hmm. Antoine? This would be his twelfth year, I think. Okay. So see, we and I, I looked yeah, at. About 13, 13, yep. I just looked at our projected uh, defense. And I'm like, it don't look too bad. I'm like, shit, we got. Uh, nah, nah. We got, we got. I mean, listen, Jabril, Jabril, Jabril's, Jabril's a good, he's a good player. He's a beast. Yeah, he and he's Landon I mean, Collins. He's not yeah. Landon Collins though, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right, man. The uh, Shit. yeah, and it's it's hard. It's hard, especially when they go in the division too. You know what I mean? Like he goes to the Deadskins. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. but you know That's what? Crazy. You know what though? You know what? Because Jabril was a beast in college. Maybe he just didn't get that opportunity to shine in Cleveland. Maybe he might boss the fuck up in New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you got to remember he's from he's from Jersey, so yeah, he may he may get that guy. kind of win win behind his back in terms. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, in yeah, terms some, of a new environment. Sometimes guys yeah, might change the scenery. That's true. Yeah, well, young as fellas, let's let. Yeah. yeah, he's still he's still on his on his rookie deal, so he'll he'll be fine. Um, before before we let before we let Kev get on get on with his day, let's uh, let's let's shift to this, fellas. Uh, obviously, Kev is our our special boxing correspondent. In addition to fucking uh, G G men, uh, coding crazy. Oh man, you know what I mean, fucking going I had nuts. To drop a motherfucking diss track on that goofy ass. We got the fucking eat. We had the, listen. We got the ether beat going underneath it. It's 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 gonna come out lovely. So uh, the people the people will know. Trust me, the reviewers are gonna know how you feel. Um, well, speaking of which, uh, in terms of in terms of giving giving people the business, uh, you know a thing or two about about this fight game, and I know you pay attention to a lot of shit. You watch shit. You're watching fights most weekends, and there was a, the big a big card this weekend. You had Errol Spence Jr. Taking on Mikey Garcia, who came up a couple weight classes to fight for the welterweight belt. Um, I didn't personally get to see the fight. I know you guys saw it, so I'll let you speak on it more. But from watching the highlights and taking a look at the cards, it looks like basically Mikey. And some from what I saw, Mikey wasn't able to to, to open up. He he was basically just, you know just getting served the work from Errol Spence, who you know is a true true welterweight, a big welterweight, yeah, he's big as fuck. Um, he's and, a big dude. Yeah, and 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 has has a lot of, has a lot of steam. On the punches, as a one one Roy Jones Jr. would say, mm. and uh, yeah, man, he gave him the work. Benavidez um, took out uh, Jaylen Love, who really hasn't been the same since he hit, since he took that uh, that knockout loss. So he's trying to get at um, your man Darrell. He's a super middleweight, so Charlo could be in play. Gilberto Ramirez could be in play. Um, so, Kev, first and foremost, I know you were watching the fight. What did you see from Spence? And I mean, with the fucking stacked welterweight division. I mean, what do you think makes the most sense for his next fight? 
I thought the fight was uh, I, Honestly I thought I thought the fight Was super dope You know what I'm saying I thought it was And I, I respect the fuck Out of Mikey Garcia For going up uh, 20 pounds You know what I'm saying yeah. Like yeah. That's tremendous You know what I mean Like he went up It's a big jump Yeah and he was Most getting, cats don't do that And he was getting yep. And I would tell you Benny You know Get an opportunity man Rewatch that fight it was good. Right. That shit was. was that was fight. a great. Fu- that was the best fight of the year so far. Like it was a great you, fight. Really? If, if yeah. you want to see Earl, if you want to see Earl Spence box, go watch the fight. Like it wasn't. No yeah, because that was the first time. That yeah. was the first time he, no slug, he went the distance. You know yeah, what I mean? he was. He was smart. His corner. His corner was brilliant. Uh, care if you notice, like you know, what I'm saying at, at, at the corner times, how his, his trainer was like, "Be patient." Keep being patient. Keep working behind the jab. Mm-hmm. Keep working behind the jab. Look the counter with your left. Be patient. He kept telling him, be patient. He said it in the second round. He was like, he's slow. You see that, right? And Errol was like, yeah. So from that moment on, me and all my boys said, and we watched him, we was like, yeah, this, this Garcia about to get his ass tenderized like a slab of meat and rocky. Like, because <laughs> that's the way it looked, you know what I'm saying? Because Errol, he was living behind that right jab. He, he was sneaking that left in there, counter left. So he was double jab right and then sneaking that left in there, that straight one. He, what killed me, Kevin, what, and how I knew Errol wasn't trying to take him out, Errol only threw his uppercut, I think, three times. All right? Yeah, yeah. That, that, counter, left, that counter left uppercut, he only threw it three times that I saw. And he touched him every time he threw it, but it just wasn't that boom like we had been seeing from Errol. So, yeah, Kevin was exactly right when he told you, Benny, go back and watch the fight. You want to see, again, you want to see Errol Spence box? Watch the fight. Yeah, he bought man. He, he, it was a great fight, man. It was, I thought it was a really good fight, personally. So yeah, it, it yeah, was he better. He was getting out box. He was getting out box because yeah. you know because fucking Mikey ain't used to fighting at one forty seven. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's a big ass jump. You know he wasn't. He but probably the, wasn't comfortable fighting at that weight. You know what I'm saying? So he normally what, was what, normally what, fight at one thirty five, one thirty. Yeah, lightweight. Yeah, yeah fighting yeah. at lightweight. But like yeah. the, the thing okay, about so, the thing so what about you're saying is. is Real quick, the thing about so, Garcia is that he tried to fill him out the first round, and then the second round he couldn't. He tried to fill him out again. So he got down two rounds so quick that it just wasn't nothing he could right. do. Like it was, it was an right. onslaught. There it really was. Right. Okay. So you, you're you're saying it's better. It was better than the cards indicated, and you can actually see a little bit more tech technician work from uh from Spence as opposed to you know what I'm saying you know getting guys out the box in the first handful of rounds. Where you know, because Mikey Garcia is, is still a skilled fighter, you know, twenty pounds or not. So I mean, at least at least he had, you know what I mean. He was able to stay in there the whole the whole he the whole getting, fucking fight. He was getting rocked. He was getting rocked mm-hmm. at the end, but he fucking yeah. he he's got some big. He's a fucking beast, bro. Because I honestly thought he was yeah. gonna get knocked out a few times, but right. the motherfucker was he he didn't stop. He didn't give up. So I respect the fuck out of him. You know what I'm saying? It, I thought it was a good fight, bro. Honestly. Oh, yeah. I'd rather On the see, real life. Uh, I want to see him versus Pac-Man. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm not expecting a whole lot. I think Earl going to knock his ass out straight up. That's just real shit. I think Earl will knock his ass out right now. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't like. Him. Go ahead, bro. My, my, my thing real quick, Kev, on that Pacquiao thing is that I don't I don't want to see Earl Smith fight Pacquiao. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of talent. Yeah, you're right. It's a lot of young talent, you know what I'm saying, guys that can give him competition that we, and they'll give everybody a greater fight. Now, I understand his, his reasoning. One, is somebody that he grew up watching and, and, and admiring, and the opportunity to fight the dude and beat him will be, of course, you know, a dream come true. But same, And, of course, it's a big perch, you know what I'm saying, because it's Manny Pacquiao. But at the same time, Errol's name is bigger than he think it is, and, and shit, fighting it in Jerry World... They had forty seven thousand there last night. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And, that, and, that, and yeah, forty seven thousand in Jerry mm-hmm. World. You know what I'm saying? So that's basically the whole bottom level of Jerry World. You know what I mean? And so he got he got a big bag for it. And you know what I'm saying? With everything else that came with it, he got a big bag. And he can keep getting big bags with just his name. I don't want him to try to fight Pacquiao to, to fatten that purse. No, that, that, right. That's not the move. You're right about that. I would, yeah. you know, Keith, I, Keith I, Thurman I would be dope. Him and Keith Thurman would be a great fight. I don't think Keith is ready. I was just about to say that. I don't think Keith ready yep. for him, no. Keith ain't ready nah, for him. No, he's not. Keith just came no. back. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind yeah. saying Keith versus Pac Man. Keith versus Pac Man would be a good fight. Well, Keith, Keith, so Keith has been calling that out because Pacquiao has been actually looking good in these last couple, couple fights. And honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Mikey 
and Pacquiao because I think it would be good for both of them. And I think it would be a lot closer matchup than Mikey versus Spence. And honestly, if, if, if Spence doesn't fight Thurman, which, Kev, I think you're right. I think Thurman needs one more, a strong contender, before he goes in with Spence. Honestly, if Spence can't fight Thurman right away, I think the only thing left for him right now is fucking Crawford. I think that's it. Yeah, He's got to fight Crawford. Crawford. Yeah, that'd be a good fight. Yep. Yeah, Bud. Yeah. That'd be a good fight. Him versus Bud. Yeah. That'd be a good fight. Because they're, they're, really they're the two best. They're the two best. I really think they have super similar fighting styles. Like, that would be a, that'd be like, a, that'd be one for the ages, man. Like, really, it would be like, um, my, my man, like, one of my, my homeboy Cook, you know what I'm saying? Y'all meet him when you come, you know, I, when y'all come out here. He he lives and died by Earl Spence. So we talking about, you know what I'm saying, him fighting Bud. He like, oh, he'll kill Bud. I said, nah, that, that, nah. Let's let's be real about the situation. Now, Earl a bad motherfucker, but so is Bud. So that, that'll that be a motherfucking fight. I'm talking about, that would be one. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that'll be one that I, like, hey, I'll I drop 70 to watch that motherfucker. Like, real shit. Right. That's a super fight. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a bona fide super fight. And Kev, before before we let you get out of here, in terms of shit, there's a lot of shit coming up, and there's and JB and I were just talking about this last night when we were just chopping it up. Well, yesterday anyway. In terms of what's been happening with the landscape, I know you've been paying attention to this to this as far as how pay per view is shifting. Now you got that new DAZN app, mm-hmm. and you got PBC, of course, and a lot of these barriers seem to be coming down in terms of like all the different networks and all these extra obstacles to prevent these guys from fighting. You got Wilder does a deal with the zone. Anthony Joshua. Whoa, whoa, whoa. With when, when was that? It. When was that? When was this that? just this just happened. This just happened over the course of the of the of the last week. And oh then shit! Fury Fury signs with Top Rank. Top Rank's got the deal with ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you got you got Canelo. You got Canelo and Danny Jacobs coming up, and I think that's going to be a good one. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Danny Jacobs in that fight. And then Triple G just signed a deal with the zone, making it an easier path to try to get back to um, Canelo or whoever wins that fight or whatever the case is. So moving forward, I mean, there's some shit that's already set up, and there's some shit that people have been fucking shaking their fists for to, to see happen. You know what? What are you personally looking forward to in terms of some fights? Maybe some oh, of the man. other other divisions that you think should happen. Man, my favorite division right now is one fifty four. You know what I'm saying? So that's Jared Hurd, uh, mm-hmm. Laura, fucking Tony Harrison. You got Jamel right. Charlo, yep. Austin Trout. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So you got you got some heavy hitters in that one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So. I would say I want to see uh, Charlo versus uh, Hurd more than anything. That's the number one fight I want to see right now. That's the number one fight I want to see right now. Um, That'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean the char the Charlos are right the Charlos are right there because they they've been kind of, both of them have been kind of waiting for that um for that super fight. Um, and I know didn't was it, who was it was it Jamal or Jamel that had like I think he had like it was kind of like a weird like draw or some shit cool. in his last fight, right? Uh, Jamal, yeah. Jamal, um, his or well, Jamel, uh, he lost, he lost that shit, he lost his belt. Oh yeah, but it, it was like it was like a real, it was it was one of those bogus like controversial fucking judge cards, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't like yeah, he didn't lose clean. I know that. Nah, I wasn't clean. It wasn't clean at all. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, that shit was weird. Yeah, I mean that that's I mean that range though, like that welterweight to middleweight. Right in there, like you said, that 147 to 160, there's a lot of fucking talent. And I think, you know, now with all with all these barriers being brought down with like, you know, it's not the fucking traditional HBO and Showtime and all this shit now where they can all start doing these deals with the one platform. Now it's like, yo, y'all boys got no choice. You have to make it happen now. And there's a, there's a lot of paper to be made. Like like we just talked about with Spence and Crawford. Like you said, you you run that shit at Jerry World. Right. That's a super fight. No oh, doubt. Yeah, most definitely. And I mean, shit. Fucking uh, Wilder, Wilder Joshua, when that finally happens, that's going to be mega. Fucking. Uh, I don't foresee uh, that one fear. happening probably like next year, bro. That's going to be like, they ain't going to do that for a while. You, you know what I'm saying? Right, because Wilder's already, Wilder's already got his mandatory against uh, Dominic Brazil. I mean, he he should win that one. Fury's gonna fight somebody else before before they yeah, run he's that fighting one. Fighting Big back. Baby in June. Yeah, big, yeah, yeah big Joshua's baby. fighting Big Baby. So, yep, yeah, that's that's gonna be an interesting one as well. Um, so yeah, man, a lot of a lot of good shit um, coming up. Um, well, look, man, uh, before we let you go, 
plug you know plug your shit uh, where people can find you all that shit and you will definitely be back on of course talk more G-Man talk more boxing and, and every everything in between yeah it's boxing season now so um yeah, check out my, you know, check out my uh, podcast if you haven't heard it already. It's called Kevin Hates Hip Hop. I don't hate hip hop. I just I worked in that shit for hella long, and I had it was a lot of goofies in it. So that's what I hated the goofy, correct? <laughs> industry niggas. I didn't <laughs> like the industry niggas. You know what I'm saying? But um, right. it's a play on words, man. Go listen to it. You're not. You probably thinking it's gonna be a bunch of me just talking shit. Nah, it's all empowerment game. You know what I'm saying? Get your money game mm-hmm. up, your health game, your mind game, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So KevinHateshipHop.com, iTunes, Spotify, all the same places you can find this podcast. Same exact places. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and you know, follow me on Instagram at KevinHateshipHop. And uh, Twitter at Kev hates hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate y'all for having me on, though. Oh, easy work. Of course. If, listen, reviewers, if you, if you support us, make sure you support Kev. He's got a great podcast, like you said. He ain't just sitting there bitch moaning and complaining about hip hop. It's a lot of real life game right. for for the entrepreneurs and for just you know life life empowerment and living a better life. Day to day, soak up some game, baby. Yep. So, Yep, so you can you can get a lot of good game out of that. So make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you use for listening to podcasts. And uh, yeah, man, he will be back very soon. As he mentioned, it's definitely boxing season. There's some good shit coming up. Um, but speaking speaking of tis the season, Bizzle man, mm. oh, cue that fucking future is goddamn March Madness, oh, and we are gonna make our fucking uninformed goddamn NCAA picks. Yes. Who we think is gonna we listen? You can take our advice if you want or not. Lord knows there's no baby. rhyme or reason to this shit. Bracketology. You know what I mean? So right. So more yeah, like, the bracketology. More look, we more, more we like, may fuck around, pick the winner. More like bracketology. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. Right, <laughs> right exactly. But hey, we'll, we'll hey we'll we'll figure it out. So we'll 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 get to that right after the special advertisement announcement. But in case you forgot, you are listening to the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast, and we'll be right back. We just thank you. Yeah. yeah. What's up, reviewers? Have you heard about making money in real estate, but you're not sure how to get started? Now you have an opportunity to learn about the housing market while earning commission on new deals. Pacific Home Buyers is a Southern California-based real estate investment group that is seeking experience and hungry phone salespeople to help them find the best homes on the market for sale. And the best part? There's no real estate experience required. Hours are flexible, and you can earn big money on closed deals for just getting home sellers qualified. Call us now at 323-963-3417 for more information on how you can get started that's 323-963-3417 pacific home buyers your home sale starts here all right recording at five four three two one reviewers we're back god damn it like we left something Mm -hmm. first and foremost shout out to our guy the ultimate savage kevin robinson for joining us talking some his g-men or possibly soon not to be g-men if they keep fucking around To G or not to G? That is the question. Indeed. Uh, fucking some more moving, moving shakes from the fucking free agency frenzy, including JB's Bird Gang. And we talked a little boxing, so make sure to run that back in case you missed anything. Run it back. From that hot right. fire segment. Now, reviewers, we, we tease this. Oh, yeah. it's come time to get into what's happening with. This NCAA March Madness, and you can what's happening? Music right now, <laughs> one of our favorite instrumentals of all time to play on this fucking fine audio recording. Unfortunately, Bizzleman, my blue, they uh, they fell in a tight one to MSU in the, in the Big Ten Championship. Um, so that happened, and now we have the brackets here. So, reviewers, this is our patented, uninformed. 2019 NCAA tournament predictions. Now, here's what we're looking at. We'll break down some of the seeds and we'll make some picks. And we'll, damn it, we'll, we'll pick our winner. It's gonna be JB. It's gonna be on wax. We're gonna we're gonna figure this shit out. Uh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick, because I'm looking at some of them. I'm trying to. For the reason I'm having all kind of issues with the official fail. Excuse me. I'm looking over here and I'm seeing things say to 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 be announced. Well, that's for so that's for the playing rounds. So, so now with with the 64 8 68 uh, team tournament. So now here are the play in rounds, and this is going to start on the 19th and the 20th. You got North Carolina Central taking on North Dakota State. You got fucking what? Uh, what? 
Where you at? Southeast, west, north, what? They're, so they're, they're, playing, they're playing in Dayton. So you, you probably see at the top of your bracket, right? Then you got uh, Belmont taking on Temple. You got Arizona State taking on St. John's. And you got Dickinson taking on a fucking Prairie View, goddammit. And uh, those are the play-in rounds. And those teams are going to, there would be 16 seeds or 11 Ooh. seeds, depending on how they get right. in, right? Okay. Now the right. one seeds, you got Duke, you got Virginia, you got Gonzaga, and you got North Carolina. The two seeds, you got fucking Michigan State, you got Michigan, you got fucking Kentucky, and you got Tennessee. All right. Mm-hmm. Three seeds, you got LSU, you got Purdue, you got fucking Texas Tech, and you got Houston. And the four seeds, you got Kansas, you got Florida State, you got Virginia Tech, and you got Kansas State. So those are the top seeded teams. Now, reviewers, we love all sports. We pay attention. We've de- we've definitely been watching fucking Zion do goddamn 720 dunks uncontested. Right, right. Bunch of wild Amazing. shit. He, kid, this kid's you know what I'm saying? Duke, Duke is definitely Fuego. You know, North Carolina plays hard. They got Fuego. some upper upperclassmen. You know, shit. You know, MSU, you gotta give gotta give props to them. They've really they've really turned it on this season. Of course that they've had Tom Izzo there for a long time getting it straight. But my blue is still in there, and as JB knows, they they've been they've been dancing toward raising that trophy these last few years. So hopefully yeah. they can make a run. Of course, uh, you know, my my Ville is in there. Ville's in there at the seventh seed. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of uh you know, there's a lot of possibilities with this thing, but uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna make our predictions. Basically, sight unseen, we're gonna tell you what we think is gonna happen because Lord knows Bro. it's always some random person that will fucking fill out their bracket, hasn't even seen a fucking minute of college basketball, right. and they get the shit right, completely right. right. It's like it's like it's like basically winning the Powerball. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. So JB, looking at this bracket, first of all. If you if you had to just randomly pick an upset, and maybe you've seen some of these teams taking a look, what what do you think? Who who right off the bat in the first round, what do you think could be a, a possible upset? The reviewers to look out for. Uh, maybe put some money on. You never know. Maybe put a little bread on. Man, let me let me look through this thing and see what's going on. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Decisions, let's see. Decisions. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who is UVM? What is that? UVM. Uh, shit. That's, that's a good question. I don't even know what the fuck that is. You see, reviewers don't even know the fucking half these teams are. What you know what I'm saying? Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, who the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Let me see. Who, who is LIB? Who is that? I think it's that. You look at a 12 seed. I'm looking, yeah, I think that's, li- that's Liberty. They're they're taking on Mississippi State. Oh, uh, Liberty against Mississippi State. Mississippi State's pretty strong. I don't see a Liberty team though. Know. Um, say Oklahoma at, at Ole Miss. Personally, reviewers, I'm taking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Oregon to beat Wisconsin. I think that could definitely happen. Um, hmm. Who else? Let's see here. Hmm. We'll be another. We'll be another big one that the reviewers could take a look at. Not gonna pick. I'm not gonna pick Bradley over Michigan State. I don't think. I don't think that's gonna happen. Ooh, um, I found one. Nevada over Florida. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Nevada. Nevada no, so, so Nevada's seven. Seven. Florida. Florida's a ten. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. But you know, Florida. Florida's always had a pretty good program. Nah, but Nevada still. They they like they like twenty twenty nine and three or some shit like that. You no. Know? Honestly, I could see Yale beating LSU. Because mm, I saw that and I was like, I don't think so. I mean, LSU is going through some shit now. They may. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. What is, is LSU sports not going through some right. shit? <laughs> Goddamn! Like Jesus Christ. I don't know. I'm, I'm stumped, bro. I don't really. I don't do this shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm really blind, bro. I'm, I'm just blind. Right. Straight up, I'm saying I'm I'm, I'm 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 just gonna take a pick at anything I see. Okay, motherfucking Minnesota gonna be Louisville. How about that? Damn, cold <laughs> right. Reviewers, That's all I know. Maybe the, maybe these are the picks that you should put money on. 
because maybe, just maybe, these are the ones that are actually going to happen. So fuck the bullshit. We, we've had, we've had a good gonna, full show. We'll, 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 if you gonna put, yeah, if you gonna put money on something, you better put money on something that's gonna do, like the odds is like stacked, and you right. gonna get paid if you fuck around and get right. lucky enough to win. All right, so then let, let, let's let's do this, reviewers. Lord knows what's gonna happen in, in the first few rounds, but I think we can we can I think we can safely pick a final four and pick a winner. So damn it, Bizzleman, who's who's in your final four? And who who's winning the full dance? Who do you got? Oh man, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say North Carolina's gonna end up winning it all. Okay, um, so they're they're in that, they're in yeah. for the Midwest yeah. bracket. Who who do you got from the yeah, South bracket? I got the South. I think probably uh, UVA is, is is a strong one seed. I mean, I, I got to pick all the ones. Like, I, the ones are so strong, I don't see nobody just really messing with them mm-hmm. on that side. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see on, on on the east side. So you you got oh. all you got all number ones in the in the final four. No, I got that. That's in the south and the Midwest for sure. Okay, so you got Virginia, um, you got North Carolina, you got North Carolina winning yeah. it all, and then you got you so think Duke? I, so Duke I go, goes? So, yeah, but that's what I'm looking at right now. I, I, I don't now, think Duke has a history now. You know this. Duke has a history of yeah. choke jobs recently in the tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think that I'm looking at the West right now. And I don't think Gonzaga even being a one seed is going to get out of that mm-hmm. thing. Um, I just like Nevada, man. I like Nevada as a Cinderella story. Really. Interesting, yeah, because you know they had been they, they they just they just got a real strong group of kids, man. And okay, I watched them play a little bit the other night, and this this you know I don't ever watch college basketball for real. Uh, and then up top, you know, what I'm saying we got Duke, uh, of course they the one. Uh, we got LSU in that thing. You said the Yale might get a hold of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, uh, Michigan State, mm-hmm. strong yeah. always, oh, yeah. always strong. Yeah. I can see I can see Michigan State. Uh, blowing through this thing like seriously yeah they're playing good they're playing good ball now yep because of experience because of Izzo I can see that so I'm I'm gonna have Michigan State um, I'm gonna have Michigan State and Nevada in the east and the west in the south I'm gonna roll with the one seed UVA and in the midwest I'm gonna roll with the one seed at, at North Carolina yeah so you got you got Virginia North Carolina Michigan State and Nevada and then you think so who who is in the championship game well, it's got to be North Carolina because you think they're going to win. You think they're going to win the whole thing, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, UNC. Yeah, UNC. I told you, I'm, I'm rolling with Nevada all the way, man. So, so Nevada's true, cin- true Cinderella story, and they true they, Cinderella. They go, they come up short against a, you know, tried and true against yeah Tar, right, tar against, Heel against, Blue against right, against a super strong, well coached, veteran Tar Heel team. Yep. Okay, nice. I like that. All right. So in the South, I will take I will take Virginia as well, and then I will take. Let's see here. Yeah, I'll go I'll go with North Carolina as well in the Midwest. Um, let's see here in the West region, man. Fuck it, I'm going I'm going bias. I'm going I'm going blue. I'll take I'll take them going. I think if they were, I, I think if they were in a different bracket, I don't think if they were in a different region, I don't think they would make it. But I think they can beat Gonzaga, and I don't see anybody else in in their um, region beating them. If they were in the, if they were like, if they were in like Duke or Virginia's region, I don't think they would it would go. And then, um, yeah, I'll take you know, I'll take Duke to go. And then shit, I'm going. To be honest with you, I know reviewers. I mean, we all love the Cinderellas. To be honest with you, I think this is I think this is Duke Carolina. What part four? Part four. Part, part four. And I think I think Duke I think Duke gets it done. I mean, I think this is the year where it's like Duke is just way too fucking stacked. They li- they literally have the best players in the tournament, and you know I think Coach K is going to be out for blood, and I think you know. I think it's going to be the ultimate, probably the best, the best rivalry in college basketball, Duke UNC Part Four, and I think I think Duke gets it done against UNC. That would be, that, that would be amazing. Yep. So there you go. We both we both pick our winners. We both pick our fucking Final Four. We even made some random ass fucking incoherent fucking upset right. picks. But reviewers, you never know because that that's the beauty of us doing it this way because we can crack some that's jokes, right. talk some shit, and you never know. 
This shit may right. just play out that way. Nevada may, look, Nevada may go to the championship game. Hey, look, the, 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 the ignorance is so... It's, it's just it's just reeks. Right. <laughs> when we do this, the ignorance just reeks. Hey man. It's horrible. <laughs> well, hey, we're, hey, listen, Revere's, we 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 you know, we can't we can't be fucking geniuses in every fucking topic, all right? Right. right. Give, give us right. a break. But hey, listen, you remember this time last year, bro? We were we were watching fucking uh God bless her sister Mary in fucking Loyola, Chicago. S- you know sister what I mean? Mary, you know what I'm saying? Loyola fucking Chicago made it made it that far. So hey, you, you never know. They were they they were they were they wasn't they wasn't the championship, right? They were in I believe they're in the final four, if I'm not mistaken. Or at least the lead eight. Something like that. No, they 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 got they got like they well, they should they for whatever they they, they did. went to they they went to, yeah, they went to the final four. Because it was Gonzaga and um who we playing last year? Let me pull up. Right, but yeah, look at that real Final quick. Final four. I will fact check this. Yeah, so it was um yeah, because it was um fucking it was Loyola and they played Michigan and they lost mm-hmm. and then Michigan lost to Villanova. Villanova, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Michigan, Michigan's been having that problem of getting to the fucking championship game and not fucking not close the goddamn deal, Blue. God damn it. Oh, uh, another another story for another day. So we'll we'll see if they get there. Um, but hey, in the meantime, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot to watch, man. Fill out your brackets, you know. If you if you're feeling good, put some money on it. Who who knows? I yeah. probably I probably fill out a bracket just for the fuck of it, man. You know what I'm saying? It just makes it more fun, right? My bracket will probably be done when the, when the game start Thursday. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, the plan the playing rounds start Wednesday. So yeah, my, br- my bracket will probably be done. My bracket my bracket will probably be done on Thursday. Right. Ta, there you go. Fucking fucking ridiculous. There you go. All right, viewers, that's it. We've had, we've had a great show. We had to cover a lot, but damn it, we awesome we did show, it. Man. Bizzle, man, anything else for the viewers out there before we get on body? Enjoy the rest of our weekend. No, enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. Catch some Alliance of American Football mm-hmm. League football, man. It's good stuff. I just got through watching uh, San Antonio beat the brakes off of Atlanta. Typical Atlanta sports going on, uh, but. Um, yeah, man. Be safe out there. Uh, just a quick 1980, late 80s theme. Stop the violence, guys. Yeah. Uh, one, of the, one of the kids that I coached at Crenshaw High School got gunned down yesterday and killed. And uh, it, it's just, it's sad, you know, for the family. I know the kid personally, and uh, it's just rough, guys. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so are my sinuses. They're rough, too. So, uh Stop the violence, guys. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop killing each other, especially brothers. We got to stop killing each other. It just ain't the thing to do. Stop the violence as a whole. Stop stop hate crimes. Just stop it, man. There's just no need for it, man. We, we all bleed the same blood. We all got the same, you know what I'm saying? We, we, if, you, if you cut me, I'm going to bleed. You know what I'm saying? You shoot me, I might die. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all breathe the same air. Stop it, man. Just stop it. It's, it's, it's getting just too crazy. Hate crimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? School shootings and fucking... Churches being shot up, people yeah. getting killed because they're religious and shit. Man, it, it's just bad, man. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep it strong, reviewers. You know what I'm saying? We gotta spread the love. You know what I'm saying? Let, let the love conquer the hate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I could, couldn't have said it better myself. And reviewers, we'll leave you with that. Please follow us at JB and Benny Blue, JB and Benny Blue for all past episodes and merch. We are on all podcasting platforms, so make sure you check us out. And uh, that's yeah. it. Until next time, we love you. Enjoy enjoy some March Madness. Enjoy some Alliance American Football League. Fucking NBA's heating up. All that good shit we know you'll be watching. And God damn it, we will too. So until yeah. next time, we love you. This is the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. And we out. We'll holla. Peace. We'll holla. Hey. <sighs> Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. <sighs> Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.